Good morning. Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. It's my esteemed pleasure to have on Chef Kevin D. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? Hey, man. It's great to hear from you, my friend. Man, you, you keep busy, buddy. You keep real busy. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, how's things been going, man? Are you still traveling a bunch? Because obviously, you're, you know, we're going to talk about Toast Nashville, but it seems like, man, you're in high demand. Yeah, traveling quite a bit. I have a, you know, a lot going on in New England, mostly in the summer and spring, and in the fall and winter, I'm down in Florida and up in Vermont, the ski mountains, so in uh, working on some bigger projects and working some with some big names. So really, just trying to, you know, never, never have any lulls. <laughs> <laughs> right, I understand. I understand it definitely. And with the holidays coming up, you know, obviously, you know, people don't realize that your holidays are always a couple days later than everybody else's. You know, because if you have family time or whatever, because you know, obviously, the holidays are the busiest times for you for you in the restaurant business. Um, real, real quick, what are you what uh, are you preparing for anything for particular for Easter? No, I actually uh, have. Um, well, today I'm on my way to my hometown of Hinsdale, New Hampshire, where I'm uh, cooking for uh, some culinary students in this class, and then I'm speaking to the entire school about my journey and how I grew up there and some of the stuff I did. So it's kind of a full circle. Full circle weekend for me. So, and they're actually filming it for a show called Chronicle, which is like a sixty-minute type show. So, it's going to be like a, a really cool thing. That's that's awesome. Um, you know, nice nice to see you get a few minutes. You know, to kind of share your experiences uh, as a chef, and and you know, you've toured worldwide, and it's one of those things that you know, being high in demand. That um, do you, you know? Do you always you love to appreciate the idea of what you can bring to the kids as well as to uh you know adults i think that's really cool that you can talk to kids about that as well yeah i mean the biggest thing is people are scared of it because they don't know what they're doing and they do this it's the timing of it all and i just want to show them that there's some really simple things that they can do to make some cool dishes and you know that's kind of where you start and then you build from there if you have a couple go-to dishes that are simple five or six ingredients you can make them great every time um so just you know making so kids aren't scared to actually cook and, and chop vegetables and do that kind of fun stuff is is really what i'm going for this time and you've been doing this for how long now kevin you chef you've been doing this for how long so I've been a chef for 30 years. I was in restaurants for 25, and for the last five or six years, I've been mainly private. I still do events in restaurants and chef dinners and all that kind of stuff. But as far as the daily grind of a restaurant, I'm kind of past that, and I've evolved <laughs> into I have a I have a private chef and uh, event production company, which now we're doing some of these bigger events. I still do dinner parties in people's homes and festivals and kind of VIP parties, red carpet, uh, you know, a little bit of everything, which keeps it fun for me. So although I still work just as hard. I have a little more flexibility when it comes to a schedule. So if I want to take a Thanksgiving off, I can. There's not a, you know, a restaurant that I have to worry about. Um, so a little more flexibility now that I'm in the private world. Right. Yeah, that, that's definitely, I'm sure, uh, a reward well-earned, you know. <laughs> I mean, without, without Yeah, I mean, doubt. I still work just, as, I work just as hard, but it's different, right? There's a lot more, like, travel logistics and things like that involved, but... I can be on the road for three or four days, but then I'm home for three or four days getting to walk the kids to school and do that kind of thing. Whereas if I'm attached to a restaurant, I can't do that so much. So 
I get a lot more quality time with family this way because, like I said, uh, although I'm gone for a few days at a time, I'm also home for a few days at a time. So there's more there's more actual quality time there than, you know, leaving at 10 in the morning for the restaurant, coming back at 10 at night, six days a week, and that's pretty much all you get to see Dad. Right. I'm going to ask you that quick. Do, do the kids have a favorite? They want Dad, hey, Pops, cook this up for me? You know, they're kids, so they like the easy stuff. Uh, they love my pancakes, and we do homemade pizza, but it's still like any kid. They like mac and cheese and chicken fingers and all that kind of stuff before they tasted any of that stuff you know they would pretty much taste anything if i'm making a puree or something they would taste it but now that they've had the taste of pizza and chicken fingers and all that that's you know like all parents that's that's the deal but i'm trying to get them to explore the things still don't you love going to the major restaurants and you can, i want some chicken tenders dad you know, you're like really <laughs> uh, yeah pasta and butter chicken tenders pizza like it's the same just normal kids right exactly <laughs> we all do i raised five man it's the same deal man i, I understand that now now chef how do you keep things fresh as far as the idea you know you, you tour and you go different places and like you come into the toast of nashville april 21st to the 23rd you know how do you keep your ideas fresh man because i mean you know you are a very creative guy i mean i've watched you on tv i've obviously you know i, I i've had you on the show and everything else is but how do you keep things you know fresh and popping because that's really hard to do in the restaurant business i think yeah, it's super tough when you're in a restaurant, I'll say that, but being able to travel around and oftentimes it's a different state or a part of the country with different produce or, you know, if I'm in, uh, in Dallas and we're doing a pig roast or whatever it may be, I get to use that local seasonal stuff, which keeps it new and fresh where, you know, one day I might be in the Northeast and then I'm down in Nashville and then I might be in Miami. So all different styles of cuisines, always a different menu, different group of people, which keeps things fresh, different cocktail pairings and stuff like that. So doing this really, really keeps things new and fresh for me because I just get to see and do, you know, I get requests for different types of menus and different, you know, sometimes it's family style. Sometimes it's the seven course tasting menus, you know, fine dining. Other times it's like I said, a pig roast or you know, whereas if I had, you know, my restaurant or restaurants, I would be doing lots of the same stuff over and over again because consistency is key in the restaurant. But uh, to your question, being able to travel and meet new people and, and do something new every week is what keeps it fresh for me. I love that. And, and the idea that, you know, I think you hit it right, the nail right on the head when you sit there and you said about the fact of going to different areas. Uh, you can get to know Texas very well. Say, we'll say Dallas, like you said, but depending on what time of the year you go to what the fresh produce is, I think that's what leaves it unlimited is because depending on what time of the year you go and everything else, it really gives you a different selection, right? Yeah, in the wintertime, you're looking for comfort foods and braised stuff and some heavier stuff. And then in the summer and spring, you're looking for your lighter stuff and more salads and, and fruits and vegetables and lighter sauces. And so just the normal changes you would make seasonally at, in a restaurant. But in the private world, I get to utilize what's local and, and where I'm at and what those people are wanting. I love that. Now, tell me a little bit about the Toasted Nashville, man. man you, we're we're going to get to be able to get to hook up for a minute or two. I mean, I'm excited to see you, pal. So, I mean, tell me about this. You're coming into Nashville. I mean, Music City, you, you know. Yes, I love Nashville, first and foremost. And then I did a show called Button Center, which is a PBS music show, which has been on for 11 years, at the Analog uh, music Listening Room in the Hutton Hotel. Right. And I did three nights, Gavin DeGraw, Drew Holcomb, Peter Frampton. I cooked for them. We did VIP pre-parties, and it was just a, an amazing time and the vibe and everything. I just love it so much. So I said, I want to come back here and do some kind of event. And I have this 
kind of, um, you know, idea of these boutique food and wine festivals because, you know, all of us, quote unquote, TV chefs, we do food and wine festivals all over the country, right? And right. they're usually in a hotel or in a banquet room or kind of the same casino, stuff like that. I have an idea to do these in like really cool venues. So I did one here in Newport, Rhode Island, a castle on the water. Uh, I want to do this one in Analog where we're doing a boutique curated food and wine festival where there's bourbon and spirits and there's local restaurants and then there's a chef stage with Manit and Christian Petroni and Kevin Bloodsoe and myself and some other cool people that are actually cooking up on stage. And then, you know, we have wine and spirits and some local craft beers and people are just walking around and enjoying themselves and eating and drinking. And there's also a music element. We have Tim Hinckley who played with Bad Company and Bob Seger and every 70s, 60s and 70s rock band you can possibly imagine. So he's going to be playing a couple sets. We've got DJs. So just a really fun, cool festival atmosphere but in a really cool venue which is analog which is i don't know if you've been there or know of it but it's a yeah, beautiful, it's beautiful room. and the acoustics are amazing um and so there's going to be stations all around and there's going to be music going on chefs cooking on stage um just a fun three or four hours to go and and let loose i love that man you know and, and here and here's the thing you know how often do you get to go to a place where you have numerous worldwide chefs there and you can watch them do their magic. And also, you not only have amazing food, but you have, you know, great wine and spirits and a great atmosphere and music. I mean, it's really a cool night out. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be something for everybody. There's going to be old fashions and wine and Question on Tequila is going to be there. And there's just a little bit, if you like celebrity chefs or if, you, if music is your thing. Like if you're a, a, a couple, right, and your partner likes one thing and is really into celebrity chefs, but you could care less, you're into old fashions and music, that's also going to be happening. So there's really, you know, you can go there and find something that you like. If you're a wine connoisseur, there's going to be vintage vinos there. Um, and again, all in that really cool room that's analog in the hut. And, and, and Mani, who's an amazing chef and friend of mine, has all those restaurants in Nashville. Every right. single one of those restaurants is going to ha be having a tasting table at the event. Wow. So you're going to get to taste this, you know, she's the tournament of champions champion. She's a, uh, you know, chopped judge. She's travels the world. She's her flavors and spices are amazing. And you're actually going to be able, without having to go to a restaurant, which you should, you're going to be able to taste all three of her restaurants food at this event. That's amazing. All by itself, man. I mean, that is really yeah. cool. And, you know, the idea, the idea of coming out and having a night out like that, um, you know, you'd have to hit the whole town. You know, you kind of put it all in.
you know, I got this charity thing coming up. Can you come and do it? Like, it's a, just a lot of fun, and I'd love to see them all. I love that. And just, just for the record, and I'm not, I'm going to get heat here, but, you know, after the last time you were on the show, I went back and watched you and Bobby Flay. I, I picked your meal over his. Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. See, when I, went, when I was on there, which was a few years ago, he rarely, rarely ever was beaten, right? And so <laughs> that's changed quite a bit in, in recent history, but I ha- there's no shame. You know, I, I take something away from everything I do, win, lose, or draw. Obviously, I want to win all the time because I'm a competitive guy. But hanging with Bobby, being in the kitchen stadium, you know, making connections with producers and other chefs and being a judge and doing all this stuff, that's what it's all about. The win is huge, and you can throw that on your website, and it's awesome. But right. it's really the re- relationships and the, and the connections that you make. And, you know, don't cut your finger off to make yourself look like an idiot. <laughs> and, and, you know, good things are still going to come of it. It's always a positive, no matter what. Right, right, right. See, see I'm, I'm, I'm stirring the pot, so to speak. Maybe I can get, you know, Kevin, Bobby, <laughs> two and three. We'll be like Foreman and <laughs> Frazier, Foreman and Ali, you know. <laughs> you never know. You know, I mean, we'll get this We'll get this game on tour. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll pay-per-view sell it out. Um, you know, but no, we're having a little bit of fun. There. No, but I mean, it, it is really cool, and it is great to see you guys. You know, and and, and let me ask you that part when when you go on because obviously, you know, you're battling against you know whoever that comes on. It might have a completely different you know technique or, or ideas going up against it. You know, you're really not in a comfort zone, are you? When somebody throws something out there that's totally different than what you're used to cooking or how you're used to cooking it. Well, the first couple times, no, because you're nervous and you're and you're concentrating on what the other person is doing. Right. But if you just go back to, you know, what an old chef mentor of mine said to me 20 years ago when I had some big opportunity, just go and be a cook, right? So right. if they throw if they throw an ingredient at you that you've never seen before, it's really, <clears throat> excuse me, important to say, okay, this looks like this. I can plug it into the re- this recipe that I've done before um, and just think like a chef on your feet. Um, and you really biggest opponent is is yourself when i did the food truck race we were never worried about what the other trucks are doing we were just knowing if we concentrate on what we're doing and we're doing our thing and we're putting all our focus onto what we're doing we're gonna get the you know the whole way on this thing and we did which was awesome but when you start like looking at and thinking about what the other person or chef is doing then you're just wasting time Right, yeah, you're kind of messing up your own dish with them getting in your right. head. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig that. I, I, I remember a long time ago being around a restaurant and, you know, stupid thing, but everybody ran out of mayonnaise. And one of the kids says, that was one of the things I did great in school, you know, you know, in culinary school. Hold on. And he went and he, he done made up the mayonnaise. And everybody's like, damn, man, you where, where did that come from? You know, and it's not that hard per se, but, you know, it was like he was good at it. And man, it saved yes. the day. It saved the day, you know. But and there's yeah, there's a million wings, ways to do things, right? So I mean, just because, and I know a lot of chefs, and some of them I've worked with, and not to name any names, but some of them have like the top number one restaurants in the country, and they're amazing at what they do. But if you take that have them out of their natural element and put them in another kitchen or something else, they just they don't know because they've been doing the same thing for 20 years over and over because they do it so well. And because they're the best in the world at that specific thing, right? Uh, they don't take on their feet. They don't know if I don't have this size whisk, I can find something else or the wrong size hotel pan. Like being a chef, you're making those decisions all the time. It's very rare that 
you walk into a situation and you have every single thing you need and everything's laid out for you the way it's supposed to be. Like, you don't have this, I'll use that. You don't have this pan, I can do it here. You got this piece of equipment, I'll do it here. And that's a lot of what being a, a good chef is about, is about thinking on your feet. Yeah, I like that adaption part. You know, and I'm a creature of habit. I like the spoon being in the same damn place every time, you know, but so to speak. But, you know, at the same time, you're right. If it's not, you don't have time to goof around. Right. And uh, and for me, I go into a new kitchen almost weekly. So it could be a client's kitchen or right. an Airbnb in the Hamptons that I've never been to before that I don't know if the stove works. Or so I have to know there's five different ways to do things because if you're stuck out in an Airbnb somewhere a half hour away from the store and you, you have what you have. So you have to be able to make it work or else this dinner party is not going to come out the way it's supposed to. So it's all about solutions, right? There's no failures. It's all about... I can tweak this. I can change that. Maybe you have to cook something a little differently, but we're going to still make it amazing. I love that. You know, and let me ask that quick, Chef. How good did, do you think you became a much better chef? Because, I mean, look, you're going from kitchen to kitchen, different pans, different temperatures, different stoves. I mean, you know, obviously you have growing pains in that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have growing pains in that. Did did uh, Was it frustrating or did you adapt fast? Yeah, the first few times is frustrating. You don't, you don't know what people have, but... You know, now I can tell you what almost every, some of the stuff that every kitchen has. They're going to have this, they're going to have that. I know for a fact that they have that. If I forgot this, I don't have to worry about it because it's going to be there. They're just kitchens that have certain things all the time, and you know that. You just got the hang of, you know, these pots hurt, you know, and, you know cook fat you know, hotter than other ones. You've got the hang of what you already, you kind of, kind of the tricks of the trade. Yeah, and, and you also, you can't get rattled, right? Because if you're if you have an hour to make a meal for 15 people, it's four courses. You got to get rolling on things, and it, everything has to be timed out perfectly. So, if you're worried about uh, a certain spatula or a knife or a piece of equipment, then you're going to get behind, and it's not going to work. So, really, just don't get rattled. Figure it out. Keep keep plugging away. You know, a lot of this stuff is it's rare that I go into some place and I'm I'm cooking something for the very first time, right? So I've done all this stuff many times. There's no there's no reason to get rattled. Uh, it takes a lot to you know for, for me to show up on site, whether it's an event, a festival, a dinner. It would take a lot for me. I, I've never not pulled anything off. Let's put it that way. So unless it was a catastrophic weather event or something like that, you know, you just you just roll with the punches and make it happen. Right. Show must go on. I dig that. Exactly. Um, what do you have coming up, Chef, besides, uh, you know, Toast Nashville, April 21st through the 23rd? What else do you have going on? Yeah, going to the old school and filming, that's going to be like a full circle moment. Then we got Toast Nashville. Don't forget to go to toast-nashville.com for all tickets. Also that weekend, we're going to be doing a really fun chef's collaboration brunch at Manit's uh, Ale House right in, right in the Gulch. Nice. Uh, so the five of us chefs are all doing a different course. We have John Emerald Distilling. Uh, sponsoring the Bloody Mary bar. It's just going to, and you're going to get to talk to the chefs. We're going to come out between courses and discuss our, our dishes and all that. So that's happening at Shohan Ale House um, on April 23rd on Sunday. Tickets are still available, but we're more than half sold out already. Tickets have only been on sale for a week. Um, so that's also at toast-nashville.com. Uh, then after that, you know, I have some of these private chef, guest chef dinners that I'm doing at distilleries and breweries all around the country. I got one up at 
Hudson Valley at Orange County Brewing and Distilling. I got one here in uh, at Boston Harbor Distilling when we're doing 100 people, five courses, and we're pairing there. Wow. Whatever they their spirits and beers and and things that they make, and we're doing fun cocktails with every every dish and hand rolled cigars and all kinds of fun stuff. So. You know, I get to still get my scratch my restaurant itch by doing these guest chef dinners, and I'm down in Huntsville again. I, you know, I've talked to you a few times, but uh, I have a great restaurant group, uh, Church Street family that I work with yes. down there. That uh, at Purveyor, and they have uh, Sea Salt Huntsville and Mazeras, and they have a bunch of. They, when I started working with them, they had two restaurants. Now they have eight working on their night. Wow. Yeah, so we're going down there to do another weekend. Brian Duffy from Bar Rescue and myself and some other chefs are going to do uh, a little mini festival and some guest chef dinners down in Huntsville, Alabama, which I love, by the way. It's a, it's a really cool city. NASA's there. we got a new soccer team, new baseball team, new amphitheater. The place is really, really up and coming. Rooftop bars. It's like a mini national in a way. Um, really love it. Because I know you're short on time today, Chef. I'm going to ask two quick questions. One best advice to somebody you know summertime's coming up best advice on somebody making a plain hamburger or steak keep it simple it's heavy salt and pepper grill it a couple minutes on both sides let it rest slice it a little sea salt and if you want to make a sauce go ahead um but you know some some fresh garden tomatoes and a nice steak or a nice burger uh, i actually just had my first burger of the season last week uh, got up to like 60 degrees here in Rhode Island. So we got the grill out. We did some burgers and some corn. Obviously, Florida corn, not from here. But I would say it, just keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Don't poke it and prod it. Throw it on a medium-high grill. Sear it with salt and pepper on both sides uh, to your favorite temperature. And always let it rest for two, three minutes. Uh, and that'll lock in all those flavors and juices. I love it. I appreciate that. And where can everybody find you on social media? chefkevd.com is the website um, social media I'm most active on Instagram which is at chefkevd1 you can see everything that's going on links to Toast Nashville and, and Huntsville and up here I'm, I'm working uh, with Newport Polo which is a really fun thing on Saturdays in the summer there's polo matches I'm doing different foods because it's international so they have Spain comes in Ireland comes in Ukraine comes in and does a polo match so I'm doing uh meals kind of you know international meals to go with the team that's coming in so that's a really fun thing that i got going on this summer too that's outstanding ladies and gentlemen you go check out chef kevin d toast nashville april 21st to the 23rd that's toast-nashville.com man tons of celebrity chefs chefs they're going to be there i really appreciate you taking the time chef d kevin d i appreciate you thank you so much you will come back on again right Absolutely, and I will see you at Toast Nashville. Absolutely, Lifebox Media Channel. We are.